Oh, Vendra's gonna make you look so bad. Look at Severn, can't handle all of the humidity. Everyone, everyone's gonna write and say, Severn, what's wrong? Too humid for you? And then I'm gonna go, <laughs> Yes. Hey, welcome to Front Seat Gamer episode 34. I'm Nick. I'm here with Blake. What's up? And Severn. <laughs> hey, man. Did I switch the order this yeah, time? Yeah, I think you did. Oh, oh shoot. Um, Take two. <laughs> hey, welcome to... <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that. Um, what are you guys doing? How you guys... <laughs> What are you, what are you <laughs> up to? You're all over the place. <laughs> You've lost it. Uh, should I start again? I'm yeah, gonna start take again. two. Take two. Sorry. Okay. Nick just woke up. <laughs> yeah, Nick sure. was in bed like half an hour ago. <laughs> it's, uh, hey, man, two hours ago now. But yeah, <laughs> real too too early. Um, hey, welcome to episode 34 of Front Seat Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Severn. Hey, man. And Blake. What's up? How's it going, guys? Good, good. It's Why well. are you laughing? There's no reason you should be laughing. <laughs> Nothing happened before we started recording. So anyway, what have you guys been playing? Severn? Oh, you want to, yeah? Straight well, into I it? I actually oh. haven't been playing anything. Oh, yeah. All right, Blake. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow. Cool story. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> this is a video game podcast. Well, you dude, know. <laughs> like, yeah, I've got stuff to talk about. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I've been, I've been playing... Uh, I'll, I'll probably talk about this more on the next podcast mm-hmm. as well, but uh, I got into the Overwatch beta recently, Wicked. Um, and so I played a few games of that, and uh, it, it seems good, it seems fun. Um, it, now, I, I haven't really, I, I haven't looked into like the business model or anything I'm doing mm-hmm. for this, is it just a, a you buy it, you get access, or yeah, is, it, so is it free to play with microtransactions? It's gone through a few, uh, since it's like announcement, it's gone through a few sort of pricing uh changes like i think it was originally they were saying it was going to be free to play and you would buy heroes like in um like the like legends in, yeah yeah well, i was gonna say heroes of the storm but yeah same thing oh. um but uh they've changed that now so it's like a one-off cost okay um and the reasoning for that is because they're trying to build a game where um throughout the match you can switch your um hero right like tf2 yeah yeah so they want players to have full access to all of them because it's kind of shitty if it's like, oh, we really need a tank for this. I, I, no I, I really tank. need to switch to right. a tank. Oh, but I don't have a tank. Ah, oh, but but <laughs> but if I pay ten bucks, you know, I can get one. Well, so it's it's better to just like have the one off cost and then full access to all of them. So with League of Legends, um, you always get ten champions for free. Yep. Um, and it's on rotation. They've got a hundred and some like hundred and twenty something now. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but. They uh, really carefully select which 10 are available so there are mm. all roles covered. You've got uh, a couple of tanky characters. You've got a, a couple of junglers. You've got a mm. couple of carries, a couple of like mages, and a couple of supports. And that way, you even if you, know, you have never played the game before, you are able to jump into a, a, a role that your mm. team needs. Um, so it seems kind of strange that they wouldn't just say, okay, free to play. You've got your damage dealer, you've got your tank, and you've got 
you know, your yeah. utility class. But they've just got a rotating roster. Of, they don't even of need to have them rotating. They can just have, like, basics. I'm assuming Winston is the tank. Yeah. They could just have Winston. Well, they would, yeah. But, I mean, they would need it rotating because you need to try. It's good to, like, try a hero oh, sure. buy but, it, right? You're not going to. But you're you're likely to get killed by some crazy dude and be like, hey, that thing's OP. I want that. You know, that's yeah. what happens in League of Legends. You uh, come across a guy who actually bought a hero. Yeah. And you're like, oh, man. That dude's shooting missiles at me from like half the screen away. I yep. want to try that. But then so, you got then you buy it and then be like, oh, not really my thing. Yeah, but by that stage they have your money. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's great for them. <laughs> um, but look, I I guess I, I was surprised when they said that. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's okay. Like, it's a pretty big roster of stuff, and you getting a lot and. I mean, you still got like, you know, cosmetic stuff that you could buy if you want, and that sort of thing. And okay, so yeah, this is really work. Like to me, it's like when when I look at that game, I'm like, oh, cool, it's it's TF2 again, it's TF3 basically. It, it and, sort of is. And that, and I keep thinking, well, I would probably rather play TF3. Like yeah. if if Valve made a great sequel to tf2 i'd probably play that for sure now because i played the hell out of tf2 for like first three years it was out before it went free to play Mm -hmm. um when i stopped playing was when it went free to play and oh like yeah what i didn't like was have uh, i liked having like achievement based weapons you could get and then at some point they made it kind of chance based and then they made all this free to play stuff yeah and i didn't like that okay um because it suddenly became you're grinding these things out as mm. opposed to you're just playing fun matches. But are you you're grinding stuff out uh, for like weapons and stuff that improve your play? Is that is that what um, you're saying? Sometimes. Well, it, I mean, on its surface, it's meant to just be an alternative. Mm-hmm. Like, as, as an example, you, let's use like the the back burner. This is the the pyro's flamethrower. Normally, high damage, close range mm-hmm. weapon. Uh, with you know standard crit chance whatever uh the back burner uh i think always critically strikes if you're attacking someone from behind with it right and never critically strikes from the front mm-hmm. and so the idea being like you hide and you let someone run past and then you chase them down and, and torch them um and so it's just a a different it changes the way you play yeah but there were a whole bunch of things that started getting introduced that were a little iffy about the balance um but maybe fine mm. um but more than that it was like people's behavior when playing that game changed uh, from being about playing FUD matches to being about grinding out yeah, as many items as they gross. possibly could. Yeah. And that's where I started getting kind of like, I don't want to okay. do this anymore. So uh, it's I, I kind of like that this is a, a purchase it and you've got it, but I mm. keep thinking like, well, I already had that with TF2. Yeah. Well, I say like there are microtransactions. To, honestly, I actually don't know if they're actually really will be because I mean it is just an open beta so you, I don't think you can actually like buy anything um, yet I'm not sure because the stuff that I've seen is like after every match you get a bunch of loot crates and in there in those are like yeah in those are like alternative skins and colors and 
and that sort of stuff. Uh, you know? I don't know. But I don't it's so far, it's been <laughs> so, so far. I haven't seen anything that's like go to the store and buy a different rocket launcher. I haven't seen anything like that. Okay, but then again, I've played like three games. Other hats. There's probably I pl- did play a character that had a hat. Ugh. But there's there's no. T- I don't think there's TF2 style okay. hats. Okay. Yeah. Does it feel like TF2? It no, it kind of doesn't. Oh, really? Okay. It, well, maybe I'm. It, it does, but it it also doesn't. <laughs> so like TF, the main thing I guess is like TF two. Like how many, how many classes are there in TF two? Yeah, I know there's more in Overwatch. Yeah, so I think the thing is like, in Overwatch, it's more of like, I don't know what genre you would call it, but it's kind of like a hero shooter kind of well, thing it, where it would be a team based, like shooter, right? Like squad. Yeah, but you're like. Picking these like characters that have wildly different abilities. You mean like yeah. Team Fortress Two? I guess like Team Fortress Two. <laughs> well, that's, so this is why I like Team Fortress Two. They had nine characters. They haven't added any since mm. uh, the game launched in two thousand seven, and uh, each character fills a role, and there are, aren't really any superfluous yeah. roles. Like, and each each of them has a niche. Yeah. Um, that you can choose, and now a spy, arguably is the the one that doesn't fill a niche because um a, a, a smart player can, yeah. can destroy the spy's niche i guess like, he's he's what like uh blizzard would probably call an assassin class right so um what the the fact that there's only the this set of nine classes means mm-hmm. it's very easy to learn yep uh how to play each of them and how to play around each of them yeah and there's like the the burden of knowledge of that is is not so great that like mm. getting started on that is is fairly easy. Whereas if there's how yep. many classes are in the, are in Overwatch? I'm not even sure how many. Like more than nine, more than ten? Yeah, I think more than I that. Think there's more. I think it's. Yeah, I'm not even sure. It does a cool thing where um, when you're joining a match and you're joining up a bunch of players, it tells you what you're missing in your team. Like it'll say you're missing a tank or right. you're missing a healer. That's cool kind of thing um and it'll be cool if like that kind of stuff happened in in heroes of the storm as well mm. uh, yeah is that the best way to go about these kind of first person shooters like could you not just have i don't know five really quick dudes running around with shotguns well yeah that's that's you you totally could like do, like uh, what what's the advantage of having this well-balanced team um it's just kind of like i guess survivability for for one, like having a tank and a healer. Yeah. You got your tank out front taking all the damage. And yep. the tanks so, the tanks I've seen is like this dude that has a giant hammer and can put up a shield. So like all your dudes are like behind this mm-hmm. massive dude with a shield. Okay. And, and um if you're all just like assassin types that are like low damage uh low like health but like really high damage, mm. you know, you could kind of get wasted. Yeah. Because a few shots and you're all you're all dead. Yeah. Plus you don't have the tank to hide behind. Yeah, and you don't have a tank to hide behind. Like I mean, prob- a really really good team probably mm-hmm. could because they've like worked out it's strategies just a skill behind thing. that. Yeah, yeah, it's just a straight up skill thing. Yep. Yeah. But um, again, I like I haven't played too much of it, so I'll, I'll probably talk about it a lot more on the next podcast. Yeah, it cool. sounds like they're angling it towards like a like a MOBA type thing. Yeah, it's got a it's got. A, I mean, with the heroes, it's definitely got a MOBA vibe, and um, the matches are pretty team four. Like the ones I played were, you had to um, the first the first team had to get to a. Uh, you're guiding like a rocket down a rail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're yeah, on a I you're on a rail. Way. Yeah, you're on the you're, you're on the bomb on the rail kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Is it's exactly that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
Payload. Um, What's that? It's called Payload. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's exactly <laughs> like that. Those are the two. Those are the only matches I've I've played so far. I don't know if there's like straight up just versus or capture points or whatever. Mm. But yeah. But um, as well as that, there was another game I played called Paladins that we actually got a um a beta key for. Okay. Which is pretty cool. It was we. <laughs> You and me. And really? Well, you have to ask Bex for one. <laughs> Why does Bex have one? I don't know. GTG got sent beta keys. Oh. So, yeah. but I didn't um, get sent anything. <laughs> no, no, nobody ever Bex said really anything. Saying, Where's my beta key? <laughs> <laughs> Hope your faces get better. But um, that is also very, very, very similar to Overwatch. Okay. Whereas like, it's definitely one of those... Hero shooters, right? Okay. I'm coining this. Right. New genre. Yeah. New genre. Hero shooter. Yeah. Um, and uh, but the problem the problem was, like, it definitely it has the same very similar art style, very, like, clean, cartoony kind of look. Yeah. Um, a lot of the heroes from what I saw do similar things. Like, there's a big tank dude that puts up a shield in front of them kind of thing. But the, the, the thing is, and maybe they will add more, is um, there's only, like eight heroes to pick from right. so far. Oh, so you're, good. Yeah, so you're ending up with just facing the same dudes and it's yeah, it, it, it very quickly, like, for me anyway, I, I lost interest in it because it's like I'm fighting a, a mirror. It, every match is almost like a mirror match, you know? Yeah. You're just fighting the same people. So the f- first sort of MOBA-style shooter I played... I mean, uh, hum- uh, hero shooter? Hero, yeah, that's what I mean. Hero yeah. shooter. I've- hero shooter. Yeah. Um, was tribes hashtag hero shooter tribes ascend okay came yeah. out in I think 2012 maybe okay um, I don't know maybe 2011 I I, I played it I, I actually first played it in like the high res studios I visited them and I, it was awesome yeah. I had so much fun and I when it came out and, and they were like doing open beta or whatever I played tons of it I, I was doing like reviews and videos and stuff and uh, then they just stopped supporting it. Oh. And that's what scares me about this sort of genre is it, yeah. it relies on there being a live roster mm-hmm. um, because they don't – Team Fortress is balanced around the fact that there's nine and there's always going to be nine classes. Yep. Um, whereas I, I, I worry that a game like Overwatch where there's going to be a growing roster mm-hmm. – the growing roster is the method of balance. This character is overpowered. We introduce a new character mm. that beats that character, um, and I don't. I also I don't think Blizzard are afraid of like um, Just scrapping entire. Heroes. Well, not scrapping entire characters, but, but, but tinkering. Yeah, tinkering with existing characters. No, sure, but it's in in the case of Overwatch, where maybe you get the full roster when you buy the game. Mm. It's uh, if you buy a League of Legends, for example, hero. Mm-hmm. If you if you buy one of their champions. And then they nerf the champion in the next patch. You feel bad. Yeah, sure. Right? So you have to be mm-hmm. very careful about that sort of th- like well, as when you're when you're making these balance decisions, you have to be aware that this has long term like yeah. customer repercussions. Sure. So uh, well I feel like the reason they've and they've said that they're not releasing any more heroes until after they actually release the game. So they've got their full Okay. Roster at launch, and I, I, I bet the reason for that is then they can just like balance around those heroes. Yeah. You know, they're not, they're not just continually adding stuff and they're trying to so then balance is, on the go kind of thing. So when you add a new hero to a quote unquote balanced roster, yeah. 
what happens, right? It's, you, it's, is this, what, what role does that fill? You know, there's, there's mm. questions. Maybe it's fine. Like maybe I'm just, I, I'm, I'm mostly playing devil's advocate here because I, I mean, I know Blizzard makes great games. Yeah. I know they put an insane amount of work into balance and polish. Mm. So I have faith that like, it's probably going to be a great game. Mm. Um, but there are red flags for me about like creating a balanced set of, of heroes and then adding more to that roster. Well, I think they know, like they know the balance, right? So they'll just add heroes that don't really break it, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, then does that get used? You know, is, is that just, well, that's where I guess where the hero aspect comes into it because they'll always, they'll, they'll all be different, you know? I mean, they're fulfilling the same role in the different ways. The hero aspect of, of the genre. you Yeah, of the genre. <laughs> right. Of the classic, the, the new hero classic shooter. hero shooter. Yeah, of course. All right. Well, well let's, uh, I, I look forward to hearing more about Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I definitely have to play a lot more. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'll probably play some more Paladins as well and see if they... Is that with the Z at the end? The or, or is Dude, I think it is. Paladins. I think it might have been. Cool. Dude, do you think that's... That genre is going to be the hero shooter. The hero shooter <laughs> is, is becoming very saturated right now. A little bit. It's funny because um, it, it's it's going a bit of the way that MOBAs mm. went. Yeah. Um, right. Where like every every second game coming out was a MOBA. Yeah. And now for some reason it seems like a lot of hero shooters are coming out as well. Yeah. Um, Lawbreakers, Cliff Blazinski's thing. Oh right. Like that that kind of looks. They haven't come out and talked about it too much, mm. but I've been trying I to. Haven't even that. heard of this. No, no. It's like his whole new video game. Like he, he <laughs> started a studio. Yeah, after okay. after he took his like massive break. Uh, Project Blue Streak is what it was called. No, nope, no idea. Damn. All right. I yeah. I don't I don't really pay a lot of attention to Cliffy B. Yeah, he he was. <laughs> he seems nice, but whatever. He I, seems he seems nice. Well, so I I <laughs> He's like a nice him. man. I like him only because he did a whole bunch of videos with Mega Sixty Four. Oh right, yeah. Um, so that's it. Cool. The end. That, that's where you know him from, not from his. Right, work. <laughs> I know. I know he worked on on like Jazz years Jack of war. And, yeah, ja- that's what I know him from. Jazz Jackrabbit. Ah, oh, that guy <laughs> collecting those balls of yarn. So much fun. Oh. That was Jazz, right? Oh yeah, but but um, he hasn't really said too much about that. Like um, about Jazz, about uh, Lawbreakers. Okay. Right. Yeah, like because he said he kind of wanted to make like an Unreal Tournament type thing. Okay. And, and those guys are starting back up too. So uh, like, yeah, yeah. Ooh. You've got all these crazy shooters coming out yeah cool it, it is kind of interesting how it's sort of mirroring early MOBAs and how every second game I remember they were diff- and the key for that uh, for those successful MOBAs back in the day is the same I think for the, the key to um, successful hero shooters is that a massive roster of heroes because mm. uh, I, I remember there were there were um, MOBAs that came out that only had like half a dozen heroes to pick from and, and they were fun for like a little while but very quickly uh, died off there's one um, called Guardians of Graxia. Okay. Or maybe it's Heroes of Graxia. It was something of Graxia. Graxia is this, I think it's Petroglyph, um, is the publisher. I think I think it's Petroglyph. Anyway, they they made, there's a few Graxia games, mm-hmm. which is, you've probably never heard of because it was like a very niche indie, like, uni- fantasy universe. Hmm. And... Was it a previously established kind of thing? Yes, there, okay. there were a few games before the this Heroes of Gar- or Guardians of Graxia. Right. The thing was, 
I didn't recognize any of the characters in this game, and the art was super inconsistent. And I'm gonna say it real bad. Oh man! Uh, and, and like so, I don't know if you played League of Legends. There's like a a blind monk character called Lee Sin. Mm-hmm. Um, they had basically a Lee Sin character, and then they had like a a like a like a short guy with a big head in a robot suit oh man who looks basically like krang from nice from ninja turtles ninja turtles um and they had like it was just like uh, this really eclectic mix of of heroes no real but even the quality between them changed like this one oh, looked man. like it had been modeled by a first year like media design school student Oof, this yeah. one looked like it had been modeled by someone who actually had worked a couple years in the industry oh, man. um and there were about 10 or 15 heroes tops mm. and the upgrade system made no sense. And the balance is way off. Like this least in character just tore things apart and oh, no wow. one else seemed to be able to do anything. <laughs> Some of the heroes skill sets were not good. So that, I see why you're worried about balance. Yeah. Well that, that game went like out of business. And I think then the developer went out of business really soon. After oh man. That. That's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is like one of the first, like post League of Legends yep. hype uh, uh, MOBAs as well. So this is this is early on in the wave of MOBAs trend, yeah. and I remember seeing that and going, "Oh, this is not good. Hmm. This is, this does not bode well for the game industry if this is I, what people are going to start doing." I remember a MOBA, and I don't want to just spend time talking about bad MOBAs. Welcome but, to MOBAcast. <laughs> yeah, this but, is. Uh, I, I remember there's a MOBA called Demigod. Did you ever play that? Uh, that was before League of Legends. That was um, ah. so that was you. You buy the full set and you'd play like as yeah. these. But there were gods, only like right? half a dozen guys to pick. Yeah, up. but you. I mean, you you paid one price to get the full that's, set. Right? I mean, that's true. Yeah, and that's was, that's before like the pricing sort of stuff had been kind yeah. of cemented. Yeah. Right, and they and there was no promise to update it and add yeah, new no, stuff. Was and no they, they just didn't do it. And, yeah, um, yeah. So I I never played it, but I know I know a lot about it. It was it, it was like real fun for. A while, but then you do just go. Oh, I'm playing the same. It, it just didn't like right. So you it's, refresh itself, kind of thing. That's why the living roster stale. and yeah. having having the balance be a little bit loose is mm. is actually kind of helpful mm. in those. Like League of Legends does these huge balance patches every yep. you know few months, and well, when you look at the patch notes, and they're you know the scroll bar on your window is real tiny because it's just there's so much that's oh, getting wow. tinkered with, um, and. I mean, purportedly, they're trying to "quote unquote" find balance, mm. but I honestly think that they are trying to just. A, a big part of it is they are mixing things up and keeping the experience fresh mm. because some people will they'll play three or four heroes tops, maybe even just yeah. one. Um, and that's that's kind of my style is I only play like a few heroes. Yeah, and so you, you they'll they can release a bunch of stuff, and the actual impact on your set on your you know experience is minimal Mm. unless you are in a match against that person Mm. like that new hero so having the balance change for you personally your skills do a little more damage take a little less time Mm. or you have a little less life whatever is important because now your experience is different and every opponent has slight tinkering that makes your experience different Mm. um some of that happens in path of exile right we have major patches occasionally where we change a whole bunch of skills and a yep. whole bunch of items and didn't uh, like a year ago changed how auras worked uh 
maybe i don't know what part are you referring to um i you're talking about the the reservation i wasn't thing? i, I wasn't 100 was aware from it but i do remember seeing a lot of people being angry about the new way auras were like maybe you could only have a few auras at a time or something like that i mean i know reservation costs were introduced yeah like three years ago oh, man. <laughs> maybe oh, man. before maybe, i started maybe, maybe it was three years ago <laughs> yeah um but no, I mean, like in 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 our um, Path of Exile Awakening launch, we basically messed with every skill, mm. and um, it it did bring a lot of builds closer together. But more than that, people who favored certain skills had a new experience, and that's that's cool. very important yeah. for replayability and in a living game like ours, and in that's a living cool. game like League, League Legends. Uh, what so else did you want to talk about? I've also been playing another <laughs> game. I've also been playing another game. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard of a game called Ark? Oh, dude. Yeah. No. Sadly. <laughs> I've never heard of it. You've so never talked a, about it before. So here's the thing. <laughs> so here's the thing. I came. I went back to Ark. What brought you back? Brought you back? I'll tell you what brought me back. Tell me. It's free. What? That Does that There's, mean you paid Oh, actually, for did they do nothing? it through Unreal? No. Okay. They just, it's just... Wait, is, isn't it not... No, I don't, it's done with... Um, it's made with Unreal. Yeah, it's made with Unreal. Are you sure? I thought it was made with CryEngine. No, I'm pretty sure it's Unreal. Oh. Um, what am I thinking of? Uh, that Christ, fat, uh, Robinson, whatever, that VR thing that's going to come out. Oh, um, you know the one I'm talking about? Spe- Star Citizen. Uh, maybe, I'm not maybe thinking not. of either of the things you just said. I don't know. Is it dinosaurs and what you're thinking? But wait, Blake, you already had this game, so it went free, and then it, no, for okay. some reason you played it again. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Uh, it. Okay, what... <clears throat> <laughs> There is a free-to-play version of this game now mm-hmm. uh-huh. that is one mode, and that's called Survival of the Fittest. It's called Ark Survival of the Fittest, and that's what's free. Mm. Um, and basically, that is a Hunger Games-style um, yep. like match. 30 people enter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, and, You have to make out with a guy. Well, you don't have to, but I mean... <laughs> but you, you choose you, to. You, yeah, you can yeah. if you want. Like, sure. Otherwise, what, what's the point, really? So where do you get this game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's like it's free to play, and you get like the full kind of experience uh, in this like, specific mode. This, yeah, specific yeah. mode. You get, you get a full mode. Yeah, yeah. You get yeah. So you can you still do all the same stuff like crafting and building and taming yep. dinosaurs. Um, but w- what happens is like it's it's straight up Hunger Games style where. You'll uh, enter the game and you yeah, have a, a you have a point yeah you have a point where you can there's like uh, maybe five minutes before the match where you team up so you form your tribes okay. right and you and based on what do you do you see them well yeah you um you you actually start in this giant bubble like <laughs> above the the island mm. sure um, of course yeah and you see everyone and you like it take it, it it gets easier as as you do it but at first it was just like a complete like clusterfuck trying to find, yeah. find each other in this mass of people and um, is it like playstation home or second life you just kind of oh, dude around? it's so much like second life <laughs> yeah. it's so much dongs. like second life it's crazy when i dongs everywhere people shit like because there's voice chat people are just <laughs> shouting about dicks and stuff yeah, there was there was one dude there was one dude running around like he, he was screaming he was screaming like it's a real girl a real girl and <laughs> And and he's chasing after this female character, and she's like on the thing going, "Leave me alone! Leave me alone!" <laughs> <laughs> Such a microcosm of the I, internet. I know it totally is. It hundred percent is. And people are like playing like music and stuff like that. And anyway, oh, wow. in this like in this like massive of 
human garbage is, <laughs> is where we like team up and stuff. And then uh, one, once a time, is like once you're all teamed up and, and that, you go down and you do start off in a giant circle with like stuff in the middle. Mm -hmm. Like, so there's like weapons and, and crafting stuff in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the first, first time we played, we ran into the middle and just started trying to brawl people for it and died real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the other times. Um, just ran into the forest. We ran into the forest, mm -hmm. right? And what's really cool is that when someone dies, it has a big like uh, like thunder kind of sound, like mm -hmm. a thunderclap kind of thing. You mean like and a cannon going off? Yeah, like a cannon going like in off. Like you hear Hunger a boom. Games. Yeah. And is says, that what happens in Hunger Games? Yeah. I can't remember. I watched it like three nights ago. Oh, man. No, <laughs> That's perfect. exactly what happens perfect. in Hunger Games. And just like Hunger Games, the, the, the person that died shows up in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> like their, their portrait shows up in the sky and when the whole team gets eliminated the whole team shows up in the sky okay um, well, how many it, teams are there um you can it, it depends like you can i think it depends on the server like i've seen servers with um up to 140 people oh wow um but the thing is like there are there are um you set the server to be like okay we want um Teams of two, teams of yep. four, teams of six. Okay. And uh, we've been playing the teams of four. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, crafting is accelerated. XP gain is accelerated. Yeah. Um, taming is also accelerated. And when you tame something, a saddle is just already on them. So you don't have to, like, craft a, spend your time crafting saddles and, and all that sort of stuff. But that's so fun. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Go, go, go and, on. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, and uh, as uh, the matches I've played last like an hour and a half and at about the halfway point, there's this like outside barrier that oh, starts cool. closing in. Yep. And so eventually like, you can't just spend your whole time hiding in the forest. Right, like Game of Thrones. Like what? No, not Game, like, Game like of Hunger Thrones. Games. Yeah, like Hunger, Hunger Games. Game of Thrones. Yeah, like, like it'll force people yeah, that's exactly eventually what. back into the middle. In fact, um, Battle Royale does that too. Yeah? Yeah. Have you seen Battle Royale? No, I haven't seen Okay, go is on. That, is that another movie? Yes. What is that? What? You what never heard you Battle seen? Royale? No. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Battle Royale is a Japanese film slash manga uh, about a... So the students in high schools in Japan are misbehaving yeah. so badly that the government passes a law oh where God. every year a class is quote-unquote randomly chosen. Oh, my God. Uh, they are kidnapped, taken to an island... Uh, their collars are put around their necks. The collars oh. are, have explosives. Whoa. The island is divided into zones. People yep. are handed a random pack, and the pack has some supplies and a weapon. The weapons range from like uh, submachine guns and and like AK forty sevens to paper fans. Nice. Um, so paper cuts hurt. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> And they only one person is allowed to leave the island. Wow, how bad are these kids misbehaving <laughs> that this is uh, like their thing? At the start of the film, um, uh, Takeshi Kitano gets stabbed by a student. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, With a paper fan? With a paper fan. <laughs> uh, I think this was a metal knife. Oh, yeah. It's way worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so. so it's like that. Except you choose to go to the island, you know. Yeah, dude, it that. sounds pretty fun. And uh, yeah, it is. And um, there's like event, random events happen during the match as well. Mm -hmm. And so, some of them are beneficial, and some of them are not. Like uh, some will be like uh, extra XP gain for like 
10 minutes or something or mm-hmm. extra like harvesting stuff so you gather like 10 times the rate yeah uh others are like a heat wave will hit which means that you're um you have like uh like stats to sort of manage like hunger um you have like hunger thirst. and stamina and okay. thirst uh and so like if your thirst start if your thirst like if you run out of thirst you start dying um and the heat wave makes it so that you run out really quick so if so you if, run out of thirst you start dying yeah i feel like if you get too much thirst, you should start dying. That is also true. If you do, you can drown. <laughs> but no. Is that what you're doing? No. If you get too thirsty. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If, you, if your body runs out of water. Also, I don't think drowning is you drink too much water. I think that's different. No. <laughs> but go on. Sorry. I'm just um, yeah, so you've here. Got, <laughs> yeah. So you got those sorts of things. Um there can be like a uh, carnivore drop where carnivores just appear, like spawn really close to you, and like T Rexes and stuff. That's Hunger Games, isn't that like? I know the, it's straight dog up. Starts it's flying. straight up Hunger Games. You can also have herbivore. <laughs> They've got dinosaurs in Hunger Games. No, there's like these dogs, oh, with like okay. faces, human faces that chase after the. What the hell? Was yeah. that, I haven't. When was that? Okay, so which Hunger Games was that in? The first one. Oh, that was ages ago. Dogs with that. human faces. Yeah. Although Jeez. I think in the movie they they stylize it a bit, but in oh. in the book it's meant to be like the faces of the people who have already died. Oh, oh man, that's weird. Yeah, grim. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, you can have. Uh, there, there was one that really killed killed us, which was a monkey swarm. Like they've, <laughs> there's little monkeys in there, and they throw feces at you. <laughs> um, and uh, so we got we, we were doing really well. You know, and it, it, we were in like the last, the the top like, why were we like probably top ten mm. top tribes? Because it shows how many players are left and how many tribes are left. Yep. Um, and we were doing really well. We had weapons and armor and stuff, and we're like, yeah, this is great. Yep. And then suddenly this monkey thing hit, <laughs> and we got swarmed by these like little monkeys, and they throw they throw feces at you. Yep. And if they if they throw enough feces at you, you pass out, <laughs> and then you'll and they'll just start attacking you. Yeah. And so we and we all just got wrecked by these damn monkeys. And they they're kind of the AI is like kind of smart. Like if you hit them enough, they'll run away. But then eventually they'll like come back yep. and so we sh- we I thought I'd shooed them all away and went to help my friend that was like passed out from a face full of feces and uh, <laughs> then they came back and, and did the same to me <laughs> wow that's gonna be the worst yeah. way to go so so when you did die did you go back up to the cloud and you no, were what, watching it out actually what happens is that when you die you can view it you can spectate through the eyes of your still alive teammates, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time we played, I died in like the first five minutes to a, a sneaky T Rex, <laughs> and so sneaky, I sneaky, yeah. sneaky giant lizards always sneaking around the old. <laughs> so quiet, but there are tons of mess. <laughs> sneaky well, he elephants. Was, he, was, he was hiding. He was oh, hiding he behind was a rock. <laughs> yeah. He was, but um, d- d- like, do you come out with prizes? The winners? Um, there is, is there like a, a point system that I don't really understand. But uh, like, really, I'm just doing it for the fun of it. Like, yeah. it's just a lot of fun, and um, it 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 encourages you to kill other players. I mean, that is the game, mm. which is was kind of lacking, or just n- not really lacking, but just not there in the the arc proper that yeah. I was playing because we were kind of. It was more like a. Um, so I mean, it, it was more straight up a survival game, yeah. and the more you messed with players, you kind of didn't want to, because you had like 
kind of stuff to lose. Yeah, it sounded more like a Daisy kind of. Yeah, it's kind of like a Daisy thing. Like you were very careful about messing with players, mm-hmm. and I think, um, I think maybe one of you guys raised that point when I back when I was talking about it was that um, the the reason players are a little less hostile to you is probably because you've got this like uh, common enemy of the dinosaurs mm-hmm. to, to be fighting in like. I mean, Daisy has zombies, but they're kind of like and not a not really a big thing. They're and, a hazard rather than yeah, an enemy. Yeah, they're not like there aren't T Rexes that are just going to charge at you and munch you and like, right. And uh, and Rust is just there's no nothing else but people. So that is really like if you see a person, you need to kill them before they kill you. Right. Thing. And in in this now with this mode now, when you see a person, you need to kill them before they kill you. So how long does a typical game of that last? Um, I think it ranges from um, servers because I've played uh, ones that have just been an hour and a half. Yeah, which is a good. It's it's a good like. It seems very long to me, but I mean, that, I mean that is kind of long, but it's a good like after work kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not in there for like five hours and being like, yeah, I built a house and that's it. Um, but uh, I've heard that you can have like really long ones, like th- like three or four or five hour long. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that seems too long. To me. That's such a commitment. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's a long, long time, and that that would like I imagine by then you're just it, it, the two remaining tribes will just be armies of dinosaurs. Because mm. um, the uh, w- when we last played, um, the sole survivor of our tribe um, got into like the last five people i think um and so the the circle was closing really like it, it speed like it definitely speeds up like i could clearly see it and so he went into the middle to where this um to where uh, they have uh they have supply drops throughout the thing mm-hmm. and they've got things like gun like actual guns and really good armor and stuff like that okay um and uh there, there was a big one that dropped in the middle like it must be a sort of end game-ish event mm-hmm. and so he went over there and saw one tribe that just had like like i don't know 10 bloody dinosaurs mm-hmm. and like two t-rexes and like all this shit and it's like well he's just got he's he's just a man with a bow and arrow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just got completely wasted so i imagine like if the game is even longer than that it's just going to be giant armies versus each other for, yeah. um but yeah it's fun like i it's definitely more exciting i think than than um, Ark proper mm. was. Yeah. Cool. Sounds um, heaps cooler. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Um, geez, I've been working on... Uh, have you been playing anything? Uh, a little bit, yeah. You want to you wanna? Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll be real brief. Go for it, man. Hearthstone? Um, Hearthstone. <laughs> oh! <laughs> we got, we got a, I mean, um, a response from some of your... from Hearth, About Hearthstone. Yeah. Oh, Hearth, yeah. People, people said that uh, the... Whispers of the Old Gods, God-specific cards won't be appearing in the arena. Um, I haven't actually looked into that, but to be fair, when we recorded the podcast, the announcement was about an hour old. Yeah, no, that's so cool. there was very little information yeah. available. Um, I did a quick Google search before the podcast, and it seems like that. It, yeah, that's how it's going and, to and be. that's yeah. if that's the case, then that's cool. But it mm-hmm. also means like, oh, sort of the main feature of the expansion doesn't come into play mm-hmm. at all in the arena yeah how, how do you feel about that then not like, great yeah <laughs> so i mean but that's the thing like i i had thought that might be the case i didn't bring it up but i was like i mean that's that's definitely an option they have available to them but that's also not a good solution because mm. it still means like 
either you're getting cards that don't really work for your deck or you're not getting any new cards and mm-hmm. either neither of those options sounds awesome to me um, what, if, what if there was a, a arena mode where you just started off with the cthulhu cards and then you then you drafted as well so i mean that's so everyone cool was sounding to but there's one. still like if the first thing you got to choose from was like one of the four old gods mm-hmm. and then you build out from there maybe but like if you were given an old god and then all of the card options reference a different old god oh, yeah, yeah. or you just don't get any of the boosting cards or you know i mean there's still so many random factors mm. as part of drafting and that's what makes drafting cool um but there's so many random factors that you can still just get a dud deck um so you know i'll i'll, I'll sort of reserve final judgment until i actually give it a go um but i think it's funny that so whispers of the old gods is themed around like cthulhu style Lovecraftian horrors, nice, the, yeah. the old gods of the Warcraft universe. Meanwhile, Magic the Gathering is currently spoiling their, um, by spoiling, I mean revealing, their <laughs> their new set of uh, uh, of cards called uh, Shadows over Innistrad, which if you've ever read Lovecraft is a very clear reference oh. to Shadows over, the Shadow over Innsmouth, okay. which is part of the Cthulhu universe. Mm. Um, and, Innistrad has some sort of subtle hints that there's like maybe a tentacly monster in there as well. So there's two competing mm. card games, both basically doing the same theme at the moment. How much of a coincidence do you think that is? Uh, I would say it's it is a coincidence, but I think it's uh, it shows. Well, I mean, I think there's been a dearth of Lovecraftian horror in games for, for sure. a while oh yeah We've been there. yeah yeah that's true <laughs> um uh the, the now now developers are sort of catching up i think also like the popularity of beyond shows that the people wanted something like beyond theming was very loose i know because i did it oh yeah yeah <laughs> i was 100 percent responsible for and all it was was names oh right that's all that's all we did was just ah. some names and um because they're Cthulhu-y and because of sort of the, the yep. basis of how they, uh, you know, entered the areas, um, players really sort of latched onto that. Mm. And that really showed, like, the bare minimum is enough for players to start sating their hunger for it. Mm. And there's clearly a hunger for it. So um, it's a coincidence that they're both doing it at the same time. But I think it's a sign that, you know, savvy game developers are noticing people want some cthulhu goodness cool um so i thought that was funny the other game i've been playing is clash royale i think maybe i talked yep. about it a little bit last <laughs> yep. week um you put any money into it nope but uh support those developers what are you doing not <laughs> not supporting <They're> fine. Them. <laughs> i mean i yeah as, as we know free players are content for the paying players so no right. I'm, I'm providing content um uh, i've been playing that haven't paid any money uh i am climbing the ladder slowly cool it's, it's enjoyable there's definitely times when i feel the power gap between a player who has great high level cards and a player who doesn't and those are cards that they've gotten not through purchasing. Well, it can be just like they they're lucky, and they whenever they open their free chest, they get cards that they're using. Mm. Um, it could also just be that they bought a bunch of cards. Yeah, um, 
uh, but you you'd notice when it, when all of their cards are one level above your card it doesn't sound like much but it means like oh one of their dudes survives the encounter mm. and they can now back it up with more dudes and when you send in some dudes to counter their backup one of the backup dudes survives now they've got two dudes and mm. just sort of steamrolls so there's a little bit of that and um it can be frustrating sometimes it feels like um just because of the way the luck of the draw their deck counters your deck and their cards are better mm. so you don't feel like you have room for strategic play mm. you try and do a few things but because they've got like an arrow card that destroys the things that counter your their cards then you're just kind of like okay well i guess this match is over luckily rather than an hour and a half like arc um each match lasts a maximum of four minutes yep so that's it's, nice. it's perfect like it, yeah. it's i get to play two or three matches on the way to work and i'm good um that's awesome yeah i'm enjoying it severn <laughs> you want to talk about something i think mm-hmm. correct me if i'm wrong it's about your game it is about my game oh nice well i launched it on congregate yeah uh fortnight ago and it's been a it's been okay that have, launch. have you had feedback no <laughs> yeah um it's on congregate yep it has about 500 plays for for two weeks which i think is okay i treated it as like a i guess a beta yep and i was hoping for feedback but yeah, it's been tepid um one thing that was really annoying was that uh we were focusing on a webgl build uh-huh. because chrome did away with supporting uh unity's web player right which was rough, and uh, it turns out that we didn't know that there were issues with Unity's Web Gel exporter. Okay, we didn't we didn't know that before we published what, what the game. Kind of, what kind of issues? So they they call them they're security issues apparently. Oh, but, oh. <laughs> but it's 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 because they're security issues. They just flat out won't support these things. Yeah. So there's a thing called cursor locking, where like. When you play a video game, this window's active. Your cursor can't leave the window? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So and it so means you can, <laughs> you can rotate your viewpoint with the mouse without it moving beyond the bounds. Yeah, of the, and this of is like blocks. one of the core things of my of video course. game, Yeah, <laughs> just to look around. Yeah. And like when you open up a menu or something, it will actually leave that mode and your cursor will just like go, oh, you know. Sure. To, to, to the, uh, All over the but place. that's kind yeah. of, a, that's maybe okay, right? It's okay, but like if... If you were a new player playing that, yeah, and that happened to you, you'd be like, "What the hell's going on?" And right. to, to remedy that, you actually have to, you know, click back onto the window. Oh, and as soon right. as you do that, to, to then make it active again. And once you do that, you're actually interacting with the game again, and it's just mm. launching units. Oh, uh, um, so there's some weird like control issues. Yeah, and and I could see a lot of users just going in there playing that, and and just saying, you know, this, then, yeah, just. This doesn't S- feel switching right. off as soon as that. Yeah. Happens. Oh, I'm I'm done. With yeah, it. it's bro- it's a yeah. bug. Next game. Yeah. Um, and the other one was we uh we implemented like a leaderboard, uh like our own leaderboard, and the idea behind that is, once we get it on mobile, you know, it will just be an aggregate of all leaderboards yeah. for that video game, for for Turret Town, but, uh, so we're doing it using MAC addresses. Of, uh-huh. of your hardware yep and webgl it oh. won't actually access mac addresses oh, for man. some uh, again a security reason yep and so 
because it's not getting any MAC addresses, anyone who plays the WebGL version on Congregate will see their high score as whoever submitted the highest score. Hmm. Because you can only have one high score. Wait, what? Like, <laughs> if, if you played it, the game twice, yeah. the first time you produced a high score of 10,000, yeah. and then the second time you produced a score of 20,000, yeah. only the highest score, the 20,000 high score would show. The, okay. the, the 10,000 would be wiped. Right. And so, if Blake came along, playing on Congregate, had a score of 15,000, yeah. your score would show as his high score. Just oh. because your MAC addresses weren't uh, recognized. Hmm. Just because it, it can't see MAC addresses. And so, so it identifies Blake's score as your score because of this bug. I, oh, that's confusing. It's, it's very annoying. <laughs> and so, what, so I was banging my head with this issue. Yeah. Uh, we ended up just uploading a web player version, which is only supported in, I think, Mozilla Firefox. Yeah. Not even uh, everyone's favorite Internet Explorer? <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay. Wait, I, I didn't uh, even bother testing. It's not called Explorer anymore, is it? Uh, Edge. Edge yeah, browser. The Edge browser. Yeah. Um, same same it's, it's logo. Totally different. Like that's gonna totally ch- different. <laughs> oh, anyway, man. Uh, after this annoyance, <laughs> after after that garbage happened, it was a case of look, we're we're losing time just working on these crappy yeah. builds for for like no feedback too, and so we decided to uh, just focus on the mobile build. Nice. And so, you know, we're gonna keep trucking along with that mm. so that's what i've been doing this did you learn weeks. a lot from from the launch not really well you, i mean because you, of no feedback have i mean you sure but you, oh yeah you, for myself you've, you've learned for example that you know there are going to be bugs that you can only see once you've tried it on a certain platform so yeah. from like a qa perspective you might need someone you might need to send like uh, beta versions to a bunch of people who have different phones mm. to really make sure that it runs, that the resolution's yeah. fine, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? I, I think the mobile stuff's a little more predictable. It just seems uh, like we're... It's, well, I mean, look at look at Android. Well, you, there's so much fracturing mm. that if you want to put it on, the, on Google Play, for example, you need to make sure that it runs on so many different resolutions. I guess you also just need to draw a line in the sand and say, we're only supporting Androids from yeah. this point yeah. onwards. The cool thing is Unity's has supported Android devices for the longest time. Mm. WebGL seems like it's a new thing for them, right. which is why I think they're just having these issues. Well, it looks like with their later patches that they're actually addressing these WebGL issues. But what I'm talking, like, your your game has a user interface, right? Mm-hmm. There's, a U, there's an actual UI, and that needs to fit specific resolutions. Mm-hmm. So, Well, yeah, um, Unity handles that pretty well. Really? So, yeah, you, you can... Okay, uh, every. Like Unreal has its own versions of yeah, it. Yeah, they've they've made it like quite easy now. It, yeah, instead of like scaling it to these resolutions, it okay. will just say if if the window is this large, then the, the, the window corner. starts. It's aligned to the right. Right. It's ten percent away mm. from the, this edge. Right. Uh, okay. It just, it just cool. Okay. And so, yeah, we're gonna focus on the mobile. Build. Cool. Um, yeah, it's pretty stressful. Yeah. <laughs> um, because we're, yeah, we're working on a new game mode for single player. And um, none of it's together. <laughs> have, have you talked to um, my old boss, uh, Danushka, from Rust Digital? Because we did mobile no. games like quite a while ago. He might have some... Some tips? Yeah, some pro tips tip. and tricks and pro tips. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm keen to speak with anyone like if, if they're mo- like making mobile games. Because yeah. I remember for one of our games, uh, Get Kicking, we had a leaderboard. Mm. 
um, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think the leaderboard's working now. Once once we did put up the web player build, um, it, it was populated really quick. Oh, cool. Um, Doesn't Jonathan have a saying that if you put a ladder on the internet, someone wants to be at the top? It's it's true, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty great. It's damn true. Uh, but, yeah. There's just so many problems. Yeah. Uh, it's game development, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just problem solving. Yeah, and and it sucks because um, it seems like my time's very limited too. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose you'd, I mean, you probably wanted to focus on the art. Oh yeah. For a while, and, yeah. and now you're like, oh, now I'm doing. Yeah, it's just a lot emails. of other things. Yeah. Let's yeah. <laughs> go. Cool. And a lot of testing, and um, you know, cute way people they they probably don't get enough props. Oh yeah, they, they definitely. Do oh them. man, yeah. QR, yeah, yeah. QA is so important, and oh, a yeah. good QA team is is amazing. Like, yeah, Cause, our, cause our I, QA team is great. I, yeah, I'd think of like what was my most favorite game, Grand Theft Auto. QA testing like a jump bug for like five weeks or something. Oh man, oh jeez, what? <laughs> you know, just hypothetical. Wait, you're okay. saying there's something wrong with Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> hey, no, those QA testers, man, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, they're onto it. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely found bugs in GTA. No. Are you kidding me? When are you thinking of getting the when do you see the um mobile versions out? Uh, what are you going to focus on first, Android or iPhone? Android. Yep. Yeah, because you've got an Android, so. so it's yeah. so much easier to like I I I thought I was going to publish on iOS last year. Mm. This is how um blinded I was. Yep. Yep. Game development. Um but it just seems like Android is the easiest thing to test for. I've I've got my phone, and, and I'm familiar with it. It it seems really simple. Windows Phone? No. There was when I was working for uh, Rush Digital. Um, there was we were um, Windows Phone was quite new. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's still the same, but there was like hardly any apps at all. So if you did get on Windows Phone, yeah, you were like yeah, you were like in a little pool kind of thing. Yep, yep yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's still the same. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But I, I've heard a lot of success a, stories out of that. Yeah. Like just small games, just going over to Windows um, Phone, and just because you know it's a desert there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It might. I think it might be a really good idea. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you're like the only game release. Yeah, yeah. Exclusive. Yeah, I, I don't think I want to buy a Windows Phone and then test. I mean, for that. Well, um, yeah. What, okay. It, that is a pretty big cost to incur, but. Mm. The other thing is, I haven't heard anything really bad about Windows phones other than people go, Ugh, Windows Not for a phones. long, long time. When like, they first came out, they were kind of behind the, you know, behind Apple and Android. Only and, because, the, like, their marketplace was so Spartan, Yeah, right? for sure. Um, I, yeah, I haven't heard anything bad about them. It's just nobody seems to... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I speak as someone who doesn't own yeah. and has no interest in owning I do have a, Actually, I do have, I have one friend who has a um, Windows phone, and he really, really loves it. Like of, of course he does. Yeah, <laughs> I do own a Zune, so. Oh yeah, that's I right. Use my Zune every day. Nice. Love it. I use my phone like a normal person. <laughs> Whatever. Like oh, a modern. Your landline. Like a modern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you call up the music hotline. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. always calling in. I like finger. the request. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. All right. We got some time for questions. How much time we got? We have. Uh, Ten minutes. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll just address, um, a lot of people posted on Reddit after our last episode, by the way, uh, very popular episode. Yeah. Th- yeah. It was really good. Thanks Thank you. everyone for listening yeah. and commenting about it. Thanks for, for chiming in. Incidentally, 
feel free to tell your friends about our podcast because we want listener growth. There yeah. was there was some um, stagnation there for quite a while. We don't like to post on Reddit all the time because we know some people get annoyed by our our posts on Reddit. Our non path of exile related. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it's it's it is, uh, this podcast is technically not path of exile related, even though we almost invariably every episode, <laughs> every episode we've mentioned about path of exile. <laughs> path of exile. But that's we spend all our time. It's a great in. game. So how can you not yeah. always talk about it? Tell your friends about path of exile too. Um, <laughs> But yeah, tell your friends about uh, Frenzy Gamer, and if you do, tweet at us. Tell us that you've told your friends, yeah. and you can tweet at, at us at FrenzyCast. You know what? Why not email us at FrenzyQuestions at gmail.com, and we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash FrenzyCast. We have about 150-something uh, likes we got, on we there. like 200 Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. So it's, something. We want more. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't doesn't really mean anything other than... The number we feel good about ourselves, but help us feel good about ourselves. So tell your friends. Um, so we got some feedback on Reddit about our discussion on game difficulty. Um, a lot of people pointed out that they feel like the game has definitely gotten easier, um, and we didn't acknowledge that. Uh, I will acknowledge it now. Uh, we have given players more power. Um, people, it, it, I guess you could define that as power creep, but at the same time, we've also added more difficult content. Um, uh, the, for example, uh, the most recent, uh, boost in power we've just given players is the ascendancy classes, which are a big boost in power in very specific areas for people's classes. Um, but we've also added the labyrinth and the merciless labyrinth, as I'm sure anybody who has tried the merciless labyrinth knows is really hard. Um, so it's not maybe as hard as in 82 map per se, but it's, it's really hard. Um, but 82 maps, for example, level 82 maps weren't around before, uh, path of exile, the awakening where we added more power in the form of jewels. Um, so we tend to, whenever we introduce uh, new power for characters also introduce harder content. Um, I would say, the labyrinth is is the only exception because the actual upper level of of difficulty didn't necessarily go up. Um, but yes, people are correct that there uh, there is, I guess you could say, some power creep. But there is also, I would say, difficulty creep. Now we also uh, have done some adjustments to the difficulty curve. Um, in particular, like the end of Act Three used to have this huge spike in difficulty. Um, when you're in the scepter of God and there's all these like lightning projectiles flying around and damage like projectile damage immunity bubbles like the proximity bubbles and all that sort of stuff, um, and we've smoothed smoothed a lot of that out, um, and then <laughs> added a new damage spike at the end of Act Four. Nice. Uh, Is it the new difficulty spike spike rather um, with with Malachi and Belly of the Beast? Um, Malachi in particular is a very, very difficult fight. Mm -hmm. And when it first launched was very difficult. Um, so uh, people also mentioned that uh, the, there was one, one user in particular who pointed out that uh, the damage curve was quote unquote all over the place um, because of difficulty, like dif game difficulties as in normal, cruel, merciless. Um, that I've, I think I may have mentioned that before. That's kind of intentional. Like the end of act four, in any difficulty is meant to be very difficult mm -hmm. relative to mm -hmm. everything you've faced so far. And the start of act one 
is meant to be fairly easy because it's like uh, calm after the storm type of thing. There's there's that, but there's also like you've just completed a very difficult task. It would not be that good to then hit a wall, right? You want the sense of of achievement. You want there's something that feels good about going to a, um, an area area you've been before and realizing just how much stronger you are, even if all of the monsters are now closer to your level. Um, because your character's faster, hits faster, um, hits harder, has all these new skills, uh, the slow zombies on the beach are just going to not be very difficult. Um, and you get to notice how much stronger your character is. And that's a, like, a, I think that's important feedback for a player to understand just how far they've come. Um, so, yes, the difficulty is all over the place. Uh, it's, it's, and it's basically intentional <laughs> um, it, to that extent. Like the, the, at the start of cruel act one should be easier than the end of normal act four. Um, and someone also mentioned that uh, difficulty in path of exile uh, is tied to trading and that you can trade for items to make your character more efficient. Um, I mean, that is, I guess, true, but um, at the same time, I'm not... I feel like, yes, you can trade to make your character more efficient and stronger. That is the point of an economy mm. in... Uh, not just in games, but in the world. Like, trading is literally about efficiency um, and, and creating happiness. Like, if you look at ancient civilizations trading for you know, tin to make bronze. Um, like that is making yeah, a give more you a efficient up. tool, yeah. you know? So I don't know. It just seemed like a strange criticism to me. Um, that's what I say. Of course, Path of Exile is not a perfect game. We have uh, damage. We have difficulty spikes that probably shouldn't be there. The, I would say the personally, the end of act four is still a little bit wobbly. Mm. In what way? Um, you go from like, uh, like if you if you start Act Four, uh, Aqueducts is pretty simple. Dried Lake is pretty simple. Mines is pretty simple. Um, Calm's area has a couple of sp of spiky damage points. Uh, Duressa's Dream has a couple of spiky damage points, and, and like Duressa in particular, people struggle with. Um, and then you get into Belly of the Beast, and some of those like eye stalk monsters are. Like the the things that spawn those eyes and, and lay those mines and stuff, those those can kill players. Um, uh, uh, the three little sub bosses before Malachi have some varying difficulty based on your character. Well, and then Malachi himself is just real hard. Even now, after we've removed mechanics and earlier difficulty, he's still very difficult. Um, so I I agree that there are uh, occasional uh, difficulty curve spikes. Um, but also, uh, we are like keenly aware that whenever we add power, we make the game, uh, easier, uh, in, in the grand scheme of things. And we also, uh, keep that in mind about future content and we've got stuff. I can't say anything, but like in, in future content, there's going to be stuff that makes the game harder. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. You guys got any thoughts about game difficulty? 
it's for me i guess it's just a it's a relative thing mm. and you know when you make something really hard and a user overcomes that yeah there's a massive sense of satisfaction that you overcame this thing yeah and but you then get the opposite of that where <laughs> another user has met with that same challenge fails mm-hmm. and is angry or I'm not sure if they just vent, you know, into forums or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's not a bad thing. It right. just means you didn't you you didn't complete this challenge like the guys before you or right. whoever, you know. Yeah, and that, that's just normal. Oh, the other part of this is the labyrinth. Um, it is hard, but it's hard in a different way to to previous content. Um, yeah, you can't you can't just kill. Right, and the, the, the nature of the traps means that your character's power, to some extent, doesn't matter that much. Mm. Um, and you can't uh, mindlessly rush through. You have to learn the patterns. You have to learn the, how the traps work, and you have to play and move carefully. Mm. Um, and sometimes that means not like moving when you otherwise would. Mm. Like, I, I still trick myself sometimes when we come up against those, like, checkerboard spike traps where yeah, you get me every time. where you you have to move into the place where that was like a moment ago it, it was dangerous mm. and you would have taken damage and I, I keep going okay so the thing that just went down i have to step on not the thing that was down before because i kept stepping down on the thing that was down before because it was down before mm. so um it just causes me to think in a, a way that when playing Path of Exile, I'm not used to. Yeah. It also requires more attention than Path of Exile traditionally does. A lot of people will play Path of Exile when they're kind of tired or, you know, distracted. They've got the TV sh- running in the background or whatever. And because it's, it's sort of mindless grinding and killing and stuff um, once your character's at a certain level. Uh, and the Labyrinth, you, you just can't do that the same way. Um, the other thing is, so another person emailed in, this is completely unrelated. Um, only It's only related in that it references Path of Exile. Someone, um, Maxwell emailed us said, uh, fun, just asking, uh, with games that introduce content and introduce microtransactions and costumes and whatever, is it important to you as a player that a game, as a game evolves, it maintains a purity in its design? He's basically saying, um, whereas TF2 now has crazy hats and um in terms of like style Mm -hmm. and it's just a little bit all over the place Mm -hmm. and uh path of exile has like glowing wings and razor footprints and stuff um how damaging is that for the game is the real question the the way tf2 i I think tf2 is like the perfect game like uh the the way they (laughs) you heard it here first folks (laughs) tf2 perfect game wait 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 wait, hold on hold on and and, no more path of exile development someone's already beat us i I think grand theft auto was the perfect game in the way that in the way that like valve would have developed the game itself right but a a lot of the microtransactions were done by the community yes like they opened it up Mm. completely and like did, did valve get behind that did they make hats i i don't I don't think they did. Valve, yeah. yeah, Valve definitely made hats. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I think so. Maybe I'm wrong. But but email I, us. Did, you know, I, did they make hats? I, I just like the idea of opening it up mm. and having uh-huh. community. I mean, Dota, like, Dota Two is like a good example as well of like user. I mean, yes, user generated stuff. There. Yeah. yeah, but um, I I'm pretty sure it doesn't it go through like doesn't 
user generated stuff go through some kind of like yeah i assume there's someone who who checks it and and calls stuff out yeah mm-hmm. yeah well it's, it's usually a voting system whoever's popular yeah yeah I, I guess it is so i guess um what's important to remember is how that content appears mm. uh, and what i mean by that is in tf2 you have no control over who you face mm. you enter a server and people will either have stupid hats or not and um, that's just down to the randomness of of entering, and, and and you're going to be playing with those people for the next you know twenty thirty minutes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and same for Dota, you you're match made into a match, and they might have stupid costumes. Um, Path of Exile, the only place you are forced to see other players is in town, mm-hmm. um, and people uh, who care about the appearance of their character mm-hmm. uh should be allowed to show off the thing mm-hmm. that they're putting work into um but i they they are not you are not forced to like play with them you mm-hmm. are forced to have them on screen mm-hmm. if you enter a town where these people are um but you're not you don't have to party up with them um, i understand what it's getting at um i don't think that uh, i'd say the the razor footprints are probably the most um uh off flavor there was uh it's not in the english version but is it the the garina garamon yeah the garina pet is yeah um, i think it's called garamon yeah um yeah that's not on our realm we don't i don't think we've had any mm, that i mean that thing is just a that. straight up cartoon character yep um i mean to be fair we also have like fairy kiwis that float True. around and <laughs> Oh, they're the coolest. <laughs> they're, I love them. Don't get me wrong, um, but I, I don't think like glowing wings, relatively speaking, uh, are they that much worse than a than a f- glowing? I mean, I, flying I, fairy in, kiwi. In dragon? terms of our game, I don't think it's gotten too crazy. No, but I think the fear that it might get crazy. There's is, there's is a slippery there. slope argument to be yeah. made. Um, I, I luckily we have like very very smart people mm. in charge of those decisions eric eric is very keenly aware of yeah. the overall aesthetic of the game but microtransactions are also an area where i think it, if you're going to give players the freedom to bend the style of the game mm-hmm. um making them pay for it is yeah. to me that's that makes sense um the if you look at all of the non-microtransaction content uh, the style is fairly consistent. Some mm. of the unique weapons are on the glowy side, um, but I think you know, given that we had extra dimensional demons and stuff, mm. that's it's probably fine. Plus, people really love shiny things. Yeah, shi- shinies are good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that Eric has given me my, a lot of the feedback. Eric gives me is uh, make things more realistic. Mm. When I like, sometimes when I make stuff, I use say a warhammer reference or something like that which yeah. is, is quite bulky and cartoony and he'll he'll come along and say oh that looks cool but i mean it's not those shoulder realistic. pads yeah yeah, yeah get rid of those shoulder pads <laughs> yeah yeah you know, you're an environment model <laughs> yeah <laughs> why are you working on this <laughs> so i really like the the base armor models like if they're just the base types the way they mm. don't look fancy they look yeah yeah just i like kind of crummy too. and the no pants You've always been a fan I, of no I pants. I love no always pants. Yeah, we know. We As can, we anybody right who now. works with me knows, <laughs> shocking. I love no pants. <laughs> but also, like, uh, microtransactions don't take away from the game too much because, like, design still happens as art's being created. Yeah, like, it's true. just, like, departments are just working on different things. Like, you know, 
if if a new microtransaction needed to be made, mm. Nick's not taking his time out to to then work on. Oh, yeah. we need you know this kind of microtransaction. Sure. Um, and like, pe- there are people who love glowy stuff, right? Yeah, and we have to make money. Mm-hmm. It's important for Path of Exile to make money because I have to stay in a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and if people want to buy glowy stuff, and we give them the option to, uh, that same like. Mm. That is really just market forces at work. Um, so, yeah. I, I totally understand where this pl- person is coming from. They do not want their screen filled with people who have angel wings mm. and, you know, laser eyes and whatever else. What about um, games that have, uh, like, evolved outside of, w- without, like, microtransactions, like, being the thing that... Um, where, the, where the art style just yeah, like, slowly... Yeah, like, I'm thinking, like, uh, Missive Pen... Pandaria, yeah, was um, a lot of players really turned off World of Warcraft because of that. It, well, well, I'm in what for what reason? Um, well, they didn't like that. It was whole the whole like Happy Panda, right? Like because oh. the 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 um the expansion the, before the was Pandaren race, yeah. Well, and then also like the land was like very happy and nice, and yeah, I I, th- I, th- I think they and. I don't know about the quests in it and stuff, but because I never played that expansion. Because you were so turned off. Yeah, because I, I actually turned <laughs> off before, at, at the end of Wrath. But um, yeah, I was gonna. I was trying to say like there was the Burning Legion expansion that was like, get you know, getting scary you know, demons, scary demons, and, and then this, there was the yeah, Wrath of the yeah. Lich King that was like, well, scary skeletons yeah, and harsh, all. harsh, yeah, cold and then there was Mr. Pandaria that was like Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, um, yeah. No, a lot of a people fair. were like, what is what is this? This is not true. World of Warcraft. That's well, yeah. Not what sure. I, I mean, World of Warcraft has also always had it, its tongue firmly in its cheek. It, it right? has, yeah. Um, I mean, the the whole panda race was a April. It was a joke, Easter yeah. egg joke um, or something. Samuel, uh, something or other. I forget the last name. He, he was like the the lead artist on mm. a whole bunch of Warcraft games, and he would his whole thing was like he loved pandas, and he would sneak pandas into different places. If you look at like Warcraft three, um, uh. Uh, I've forgotten. Ill- Illidan's, Illidan, Illidan's yes. blade has his, his war glaive had a, had, a, yeah. had a had a had a panda face on it. What? Yeah. yeah, it's true. So his dream came true. Well, yeah. I guess it did because yeah, there's a whole expansion <laughs> about pandas and pandas are like playable races. So. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, like Blizzard's still carrying on with Warcraft, World yeah. Warcraft. Dude, there's an expansion coming out. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, this year it's yeah, called Legion. Months, yeah. The the cool thing about that expansion, I, I don't know anything about World yeah. Warcraft, but I'm sure people are gonna love the hell out of it just because. The previous expansion was such balls. Well, yeah, like, I mean, just talking to you. Yeah, oh, but that there has been a, there's been an expansion in between. Yeah. Oh, has it? Yeah, it yeah. was called uh, Warlords, Warlords of Draenor. Draenor. Yeah. yeah, and that was that was fun. I like that. It added a lot of. Some people I think complained about uh, end game stuff, but I never okay. get to end game in World of Warcraft. Right. So I I quite enjoyed it. So I played Mister Pandaria. Yeah. What did um, you think of it then compared I, to previous uh, expansions? I enjoyed it. I also like I. I totally understand where people are coming from. It was a very different tone to mm. the previous. Like it was not. It was not like people are. You know, the the alliance is at war yeah. with the horde, and we we're warring for territory, and these dudes need help. Um, but uh, it was more about like, welcome to this new land. It's mysterious, mm. and there's, there's different forces at work here, and it's it's very spiritual, and and um. The, the Horde and the Alliance are both here, but there's other stuff going on too. Um, and there's dragons and all sorts of crazy stuff. And uh, uh, it was very different tonally 
So I do understand why people were turned off by mm. that. Um, and I, I still think pandas were kind of dumb. But you know what? Like, Kung Fu Panda is a popular movie. Yeah, and also... Kung Fu Panda I mean, 3 is coming. Oh, that's why they made it? <laughs> look at look at the Drenai. The Drenai were, were blue space aliens. Like, come yeah, on. they were straight up space aliens. That's, yeah. that's hilarious. There's there's always been weird stuff. and The World of Warcraft yeah. universe spans so yeah. far and wide. They, they, they take themselves very seriously at times, and they take themselves not at all seriously at other times. Mm. Um, I think it's it was not maybe their best expansion. To me, Cataclysm was probably their best expansion. Oh, yeah, Cataclysm was great. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, there are a lot. They, they, they get away with a lot because of the style of their mm. universe. And I also think you need that contrast in a game. You kind of want amazingness, you know, sprinkled with a bit of panda. Sure. <laughs> a yes. splash of panda. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. I, I always I thought of it as like a nice break between dire uh, expansions. Because mm. when when did Cataclysm, Cataclysm came out after that, right? Before. It was before? immediately before. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Well, immediately before. Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of serious <laughs> stuff. <so>. Yeah. <laughs> let's, um, go to, let's go to Pandaland. Yep. Chill out for a bit. All right. That's all we have time for. Um <laughs> Email us some questions, yep. frontseatquestions gmail.com. Tweet at us at frontseatcast and hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash frontseatcast. We would love to hear from you. Yep. Tell your friends about our podcast. We'd like to see our listener numbers go up. Um, yeah. And use, if, a, if, use the hashtag hero shooter, get that trending. Yeah. It's um, legacy. And also, <laughs> if you've got thoughts about the podcast or about what we discussed, yeah. just let us know. You know, if, you, if there's something you'd like to hear more of or less of from us, tell us. We, we might ignore you, but <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back in a couple weeks. See ya. Bye. See ya. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's been a really long time since I've seen that movie. My favorite movie, though, is called uh, Synecdoche, New York. And is written and directed by Charlie Kaufman. Um, Blake, if you liked um, Eternal Sunshine, you should see uh, Synecdoche, New York. Okay. You talking to me? I thought you were talking to. Yeah, no, I said uh, I said Blake. Oh. <laughs> and you're just you're just you're just completely silent. <laughs>